Hey there, and welcome to the Global Girl Community's official podcast. The GGC believes that every content creator and influencer out there has the ability to inspire, empower, and explore. We're here to start conversations with like-minded professionals, fellow community members, and girls just like you to make a change and encourage us all towards success. So get comfy, get ready, and let's begin. Hi everyone and welcome back to the GDC podcast. You're here with another episode with your host Russia Pinger. We have an amazing guest speaker here today, Alice Smith. Alice is the founder of Adventures of Alice. She is a wanderluster, freelance writer and the author of The Ultimate Guide to Affordable Luxury Travel. Let's all welcome Alice. Hi Alice. Hello, how are you? Thanks for having me. Hi, babe. I'm good, thank you. Nick, we're so happy to have you here with us. Thank you so much for joining. How's your day been today? Um, it's been pretty busy. Um, I've been writing a lot of posts and just kind of getting on editing a bunch of photographs as well. Um, a lot of travel stuff. Yeah, I've seen your pictures and your blog that you have. You have absolutely amazing content. I'm so excited to get in, you know, get into how you've started your um, your blog and all your travels, how you've gone about it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I suppose I originally, originally I was a chef, actually. Um, so I had nothing to do with travel when I first kind of left school. Um, the first time I went abroad was actually only in 2016. Um oh. Since then, I've visited 20 countries and I have another about five or six planned for this year. Um, So I've just done so much traveling since then. Um, And I kind of got the bug after my my boyfriend's parents invited me on a trip to Egypt with them. Um, Wow. (laughs) Been amazing. I couldn't. I've always wanted to go to Egypt. It's it's so great that it's just it was a complete shock for me as well, because I'd never left the UK at that point. And to go from England, which is like rainy and <laughs> dreary all the time, <laughs> to like straight into 35 degrees, it was just, it was incredible. And I was just like, I think I was in shock for like the entire time, like the first day we were there. Um, <laughs> but it was great. And it was such an eye opener for me as well. And just, I got addicted after that. I just couldn't stop myself. I got home and I was like, right, where are we going now? Um, and since then I've just been abroad. Like I just, I keep going back. I keep going back for more. Um, and I, I suppose that's how I managed to start my blog as well, um, just through through that passion. And so many people that I was speaking to, either at work or um, just my like friends or family friends, were saying to me, "How are you doing that? Like, how are you going away so much when you're so young? When you've got um, when you work all the time? When you've got like you're saving for a house and got a mortgage?" And I was just like, half the tips I was giving them, they they didn't know. And um, yeah. I thought to myself. Okay, I could really help people here. So that's kind of how how my blog was born. Um, amazing. And yeah, I just kept going from there. That's amazing. When um, when did you start your blog? Um, I only launched it last August. Um, so it's not been going for too long at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got quite a few posts on there and, and definitely going to keep keep going with that, keep writing. Um, I've actually recently launched my own ebook as well. Um, yeah. So the, the ultimate guide to affordable luxury travel is basically about people, people like me who want to travel the world, who want to sort of see more, but it always feel like maybe money holds them back or the fact mm-hmm. that they work full time holds them back or like 
like perks of everyday life and things like that just kind of get in the way um, yeah. of people traveling as much as they really want to. Um, so it's all the money saving tips. There's different hacks. It includes um, it includes flight release dates from over 30 different airlines. Wow. Um, and I've also included the top tips for um, sort of the, the true cost of flying budget. Because yeah. I've noticed as well through a lot of my Ryanair experiences, especially so many like they add a lot of sneaky little extras in there that you wouldn't have thought about otherwise. Um, oh. So I've sort of dug into that as well. That's amazing because I think like I personally I get really anxious when I'm booking flights and (laughs) I don't know why it is but I get really really anxious that maybe you know I just click the wrong thing or I fly to another place or something becomes more expensive so I think like having hacks and trip tricks to kind of like get you into you know like knowing around how to book the flight or how to go about with the flight and everything I think that's amazing I think with your travel, so with your travel guide you have um, in there, like the ultimate travel guide, it's to do with um, luxury travel. Is that correct? or? Um, I, I, I suppose it's about any type of travel. I just focus on luxury because I see so many guides out there that are based on how to like how to backpack, um, how to kind of stay in hostels and, and sort of that kind of like really on a budget travel. Um, yeah. And even though I like to travel a lot, I've never really been about that kind of restrictive like here's my budget for the day kind of sort of thing yeah um, I'd rather kind of have a bit of freedom um have like more money to spare um but at the same time I am about getting the best deal um yeah. so I thought affordable luxury I've never stayed in hostel in my life if I'm perfectly honest I yeah. we normally go for for like four or five star hotels um but wow. we can we try to get them at the best price possible yeah and um, so that's how I how I came up with that ah that is awesome how um i mean i've never like i've when i travel like i I also go for um budget travel hostels and all that kind of stuff but i definitely am so interested in getting more um into travel where you know traveling a bit more um nicer a little bit more luxury you know you know if, if you would enjoy that and I, w- I would ask, like, how is, like, how much of the range is it from, like, a four to five star? Like, how cheap could you go, like, for per night in a hotel? I think that entirely depends on whereabouts you're traveling. Yeah. Um, for example, if you were to go to New York and you're looking at a five star, you, well, you're not going to be able to get that affordably. Um, mm-hmm. However, if you were traveling around Southeast Asia, um, I mean, I recently stayed in Cambodia. Um, yeah. and I paid I think 20 pounds a night for a five-star hotel um, for me and my boyfriend so it was a tanner each a night and it was like really really cheap um, and that was five star and that was an incredible hotel as well really really nice staff so I mean it entirely depends on, on where you're going um, yeah. as to the sort of standards you can expect to get. That's awesome yeah I because um, like my partner and I we're going to be going traveling in April and like myself I've been traveling for about I would say, I mean, on and off, it's been in between, you know, like I haven't really, um, when I, when I have been traveling, it's more been like living abroad for about like three months or so living in a country for three months. So I generally like get an apartment or get placed with someone, um, like share flat sharing and all that. But when I have kind of like backpacked, um, and traveled, like, you know, from place to place one week at a time or something, it has been like to hostels, but with my partner in that, we're actually looking in April, we're going to be traveling for like Bulgaria, Montenegro and all that. 
uh, we're actually looking to get more into Airbnbs and start traveling like Airbnb style. Do you get into like going through Airbnbs a lot as well? Um, yeah, I often get asked about Airbnbs. Um, I've stayed in one before in San Francisco and it was honestly really nice. Um, yeah. A lot of the hotels that I looked at there were really expensive, but we found a really nice little place um, walking distance to, to a lot of the attractions and to the park as well. Um, so I think in a sense, Airbnbs can be a great alternative. They give you a lot more freedom. Um, so if you find a place with like a barbecue, for example, you can have like cook your own meals. If you find a place with a pool, you don't have any of the pool hours are here till here. You can just mm -hmm. go in whenever you like and have like total freedom. So I, I do love Airbnbs, but I, I would say be careful because um, yeah. there, there have been a lot of like a few issues with Airbnbs around security and people not actually having places to stay. So I do oh. err on the side of caution with that as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I also, yeah, I've had a heard a little bit about that. There is, I think there's like a small feature on Airbnb where they have kind of like super host, is it? Yeah. And I think like I've been directed to kind of like look more into going, you know, like checking the host a little bit more and seeing if yeah. they're like a super host so that like they're highly rated. And yeah, you're so right because there is like so much like, you know, you've got to have security, especially with your accommodation. Exactly. Like I've seen something online before where somebody um, had booked what they looked like was a hotel and it actually turned out that it was a shipping container in a car park and they had nowhere to stay. And I thought that was awful. Um, so, yeah, yeah, just definitely make sure to look into the host if you're booking an Airbnb. Wow, that is absolutely crazy. Yeah absolutely crazy um yeah I definitely don't want to get caught up <laughs> no. I would cry I was watching um I think I was watching on YouTube I've come across like this um these travel this travel couple I think it's called Divert Living I'm not sure if you've heard of them on YouTube and I love their videos and I also watched a video I think they were in Colombia and they had a very bad um I I'm not sure if it was Airbnb or I maybe it was a hotel or something. They had a bad accommodation booking experience. And actually by the time they had got there, obviously they had paid the money, but when they got there, the people had kicked them out due to kind of like a plumbing situation, which turned out that it was completely like false, you know, like that they were just lying. So, oh, awful. which is so sad to hear, you know, like, I mean, um, this couple is from the USA, so, you know, like, they're traveling to another country and, you know, when you go to your accommodation and it's it's not, you're not allowed to stay there, I think that would be yeah. scary. <laughs> oh, no, that's awful. I, I'm honestly not sure what I would do in that situation. <laughs> Just <laughs> end up on the street for the evening. <laughs> Which brings me to the question, have you had any, like, really bad experiences or what's your struggles been like through um, your travel journeys? I wouldn't say I've had too many awful experiences. Um, one that does stand out to me was when we were traveling in Portugal. Um, it was more of an error of judgment on my part as opposed to um, anything really misfortunate. But we ended up spending about, it must have been at least four or five hours, like sat at a bus stop in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> because oh. um, we had arranged like a, a bus to go somewhere, but then we checked the bus times and we'd done it all wrong. And we'd gone to the complete wrong bus stop. We'd walked to like the middle of nowhere um, and my phone died. Oh. So, <laughs> no. So, yeah, it wasn't the best, um, but we, we ended up um, 
we ended up sort of walking around a bit and we ended up finding some signs. So we were able to follow those signs um, and then we managed to get a bus back. But that was that was a bit scary. Yeah, um, and a similar thing happened actually when we went to Bangkok recently. Um, we took a we got a cab um, from the centre of Bangkok to Ayutthaya um, to go and look at some of those temples there. Um, not realizing that the old city didn't actually have any taxis there. So once we'd got the taxi back, it was like a 40 minute journey. We wanted to take a further taxi a little bit more into the center, um, yes. checked the app because we used the Grab app to get around, which is actually really good for Asia. It's really cheap. Um, yeah. It's basically like Uber. Oh, that's um, and there was nothing. There was taxis in the area, but none of them were accepting us because they just wanted to get paid to go back to Bangkok where most of the business was. Oh. So we ended up standing in the sun in the boiling hot heat for about half an hour being no. like, how are we supposed to get anywhere? <laughs> and we had to just call the whole day short and get a taxi back to Bangkok, which is so frustrating because I really wish I could have seen more of that site. Yeah. Yeah. So mainly the things that have gone wrong for me have been directional, which I've definitely learned from. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> your transport. And <laughs> yeah, literally. That's definitely also a scary thing though. Hey, like imagine if you're in a place and you know there's only like one sort of transport and you have to get that time, otherwise you're stuck there and it's the middle of the nowhere and there's probably like nothing around that you can kind of say. I mean, of course there probably be a, a place that you could probably find um or some lovely people that could probably help you, but I think that would be pretty scary. I could imagine how scary that would be. Yeah, it wasn't the best because the thing is, we could see like lots of like taxis driving past as well. But every time we like tried to like flag one down, it was like, no, we're full. And I was like, no, <laughs> take us back. <laughs> oh, sounds like a great journey, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. We got to see a lot of the, the place we got stuck in. So that was all right as well. <laughs> That's awesome. What has your successes been since you've had your travel blog, since you've been doing your travels? Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, so I think one of my biggest achievements has just been how I think how much I've managed to to do for somebody like me. I mean, as I said, I used to I've worked full time. Um, I've just bought my first house actually, like not that long ago at all. Um, and I've traveled to, to 20 countries. So I think a lot of people have said to me, like, how, how have you done that? And just learning all of these hacks and being able to, to write the, the book that I've written. Um, yeah. I'm actually super proud that I've managed to do that. It, like, I mean, I'm 23. I've got so much of my life ahead of me and like so many more places that I'm going to go. And I'm just yeah. really excited to be able to write more and help more people um, and just learn about all of this stuff as well. Like connecting with so many others online. Um, mm -hmm. about their travels and just sort of talking to people you end up picking up so much like so much tips and so many different like ideas and hacks and things like that yeah um, so I think building a community as well has been um, a really great journey for me since I've started my blog that's awesome absolutely amazing and with that so would you say that's one of your biggest greatest achievements that you've had to date with your travel experience and your travel journey I think yeah, I think starting starting the blog and starting um, and releasing my ebook would be um, the biggest achievement that I've done with it. Um, I've also managed to grow it from from nothing to fifteen thousand views in the last thirty days. So um, wow. I'm pretty pretty happy with that as well. Not in the last thirty days, but <laughs> that that is yeah. the figure from the last thirty days. Um, so to grow it that quickly in such a little time as well is um, is quite like, I'm quite proud of that. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing, Alice. I love that. And 
how did you kind of get to where you were today? So you said you were working as a chef before. How did you kind of make that transition um, apart from like with Egypt, like starting with Egypt? How did you move to going further with traveling and started to like look into this as, you know, I mean, would you call it a lifestyle? Um, I suppose it is a lifestyle. I mean, um, yeah. I definitely travel more than I suppose a lot of other people do. I mean, my my parents, for one, they travel maybe they go on a couple of holidays per year but I'm visiting like I don't know last year I visited eight countries um alongside my full-time job and um everything else I've done so it's quite a lot more um but I think from my catering career I actually had quite a few failed careers at the start um from catering I it was just it was a bit draining it was completely a soul-sucking career because you end up with no social life no weekends no bank holidays um Mm -hmm. and after like three years of doing that I just I couldn't live like that anymore so I quit and I thought sales would be better option so I went into sales um also not a great career choice um no (laughs) I love sales (laughs) I think I do like it and I, I I enjoyed the kind of I enjoyed some of the aspects of the job but it's just some of the I don't want to like say it was it was kind of management style yeah. and things like that that kind of put me off a little bit um yeah. I think maybe if it was a, a different job or maybe something I was more passionate about selling um then I might have enjoyed it more but it was just ended up being like really long hours again um really stressful environment so it, I ended up giving up that as well um and then it was actually during that job though that I realized that I could write like I loved writing I always loved writing and when I left school I tried to get into something creative I tried to get into like the BBC I know it's ambitious but I was like this idea like dreamer school kid it was like yeah I'm gonna write screenplays they're gonna be published on television and so I submitted a load of stuff to the BBC I absolutely loved writing and then nothing came of it so I kind of gave up with the whole writing thing and took the easy option at the local pub down the road which is how I got into catering Mm. and then I never really came back to it but Last year, I visited like, I think five countries at this point whilst I was working and a load of my colleagues just came up to me and said, you should start a blog. Like, why are you not doing anything with this? Like, you've got all of these tips. You're giving us advice. I was helping them plan their itineraries as well for when they were traveling um, yeah. and helping them like find cute flights online. And they were just saying to me, why don't you do something with this? And I ummed and about it for a while, but I had like a particularly bad day at work and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I just started it. I bought the domain, I bought the hosting, and I just designed the whole website. Um, it took me at least a month to launch, um, but then I launched it and I just haven't stopped since. Um, so I don't think if it was for them and that that push, that why are you not doing this already? Um, I don't know if I'd be where I was today. Um, but also I think it's that motivation that maybe I need to be doing something that I'm more passionate about. And yeah. since I found this, this love for travel, um, I thought, well, how, how can I work in travel? I don't particularly want to be an air hostess. Um, I don't particularly want to work at an airport because they're like so far away from where I live. But yeah. this is something that I can do and I can share my love of travel with people and I can speak to other travellers. And it just made sense to me to, to start it. Yeah, 100%. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's amazing, Alice. I really, really love that. And I think you're so right. You know, like, I think when we do things that we're more passionate about and that we love things just blossom and I think you can see that 
with with your ebook that you have um and with your travels your blog um and your journey as well so i think that's that's really really great that you've been able to kind of see something that you're passionate about get involved with it and your peers your family and your friends have even said to you what are you doing alice like <laughs> why didn't you do something with this so it's amazing that you've been able to have you know that that kind of like click moment because i think that's hard for um so many people out there and i think a lot of people look for that you know yeah i think as well if you don't have that passion with, especially with something like blogging it's it's not going to be as successful as if you do I mean you can't spend all day writing about something that you you don't enjoy um yeah it's like like in any job really if you don't enjoy it eventually you're gonna you're gonna give up aren't you you're gonna burn out so I yeah. think that's sort of the thing for me as well once I'd found that and it combines like two of things that I really love it combines passion and it combines writing so it's just perfect it really is absolutely amazing I'm really really happy for you and with your so with your journey and your travel journey um and with your adventures do you do any like collaborations sponsorships um anything like that at the moment um, at the moment no um I've seen a lot of people that kind of steer away from kind of the collaboration side of travel and at the moment I'm I'm kind of going down that route just because I want I want experiences to be unique and authentic, like for, for, yeah. for me and for my audience. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't want to have, I see so many like photographs on Instagram of people in like lavish hotels and like, even though I'm about luxury, I can't afford like a thousand pounds a night and nor can like a lot of my readers. So yeah. I don't want to be staying somewhere or doing any kind of sponsored work that kind of puts me in a, a higher status as it were than what I would realistically oh my God, be I love doing if it was myself. Yeah. I know what you mean, you know, like I, I also myself, I used to, um, I mean, I haven't really gotten a paid collaboration, so to say, but I have done a few collaborations with brands, but more brands that, you know, like are, are affordable, um, nothing like high end or anything. And it's more like travel products or small products that I think would be great for traveling. But I've also like, I think I got, for myself, I think I got into that rhythm. You know, I was in a few, like, um, travel communities and pods and all that kind of stuff, and I, I looked into it because I was, like, getting into that kind of rush. You know, everyone was kind of saying, yeah, join this, join this, it's good. Like, you know, you meet so many people, you can do this, you know, like you engage on your photos, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, like, you can say that you, like, I definitely got a bit of, you know, attention for that and all that kind of stuff. And I, got, I, you know, expanded my brand a little bit and was then able to, like, confident enough to reach out to brands and stuff. But I kind of found myself, like, a little bit monotone, you know, like a little bit, how would you say it, like, just kind of like on this level of like, oh, now I have a collaboration I'm going to talk to you about it and blah, 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 you know. <laughs> and which that actually really wasn't me, you know, and like the people that had, um, you know, people who had like connected with me before, like, you know, the travel um, content, the travel creators who had connected with me before followed my journey because of how neutral and how like more of an authentic journey it was then to always like reach out and get into this hype that you need to have like collaborations to be, you know, up there and, and so to say. So I know what you mean. Like I've also myself been moving away from getting involved with that. I actually want to like not really get involved with collaborations, but just to have my journey from when I started, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think if 
if a brand was to approach me that I actually used, for example, my yeah. camera, I use Fujifilm. I know that some travel bloggers worked with Fujifilm. So if yeah. they were to reach out, then I, I'd be able to realistically write write good content for them because I genuinely use their products already. Um, yeah. So I sort of find that with things that I have not not used before, like suddenly being like, oh yeah, I love this, but you've not really used it. I just, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that personally. Yeah, 100%. And I think a lot of people are now kind of like realizing that, you know, like they're kind of yeah. like getting back out of that because they're like, wait, like this is not okay. Like yeah. what are you doing, you know, and I think like, because I think it's like the same with trends, you know, like when trends come around, something's like creating a hype. So you just naturally kind of like, you're like interested, you're like, oh, what is that? What is that? What's happening? You know? And I think when you get involved with that, you kind of see it and you're like, it's all this glamorous kind of stuff that's happening. But I think you do, I think people do reach a point where they're kind of like, wait, like this actually isn't me, you know, like yeah. I want to do stuff more for me. So I think it's the same, like for personally, like I've completely gone off that track. And like you said, also like, I want to look into things like that suit me. And if I was like, if a company, like you said, was to approach I would work with something like that that I've had already done or, or something that I actually like properly enjoy because I think you can tell like from content from when someone passionately enjoys that product to when someone just re reach like receives it and it's just promoting it per se. Yeah I think you can tell when sort of things are gifted as opposed to when people have actually gone out their way to buy it. Um, I think it definitely shows in the way they talk about it and how much knowledge they have as well. I, yeah. I kind of feel that with a lot of, of travel blog posts too. Like sometimes you read something and you're like, have you actually been there? <laughs> like, yeah. Whereas sometimes you can read a blog post and they'll be like, oh, if you go down this alleyway, you can find this cute little restaurant and it's just so much more in-depth. Um, yeah. And you can sort of tell, yeah, you know what you're talking about. And that's that's the sort of thing I like to read. So it's also the sort of thing I like to create yeah that's awesome i love that you're really authentic alice it's absolutely amazing um would what are your future plans with your blog with your travels um that you have my main goal at the moment travel wise is to see the seven wonders of the world and oh, um, nice. that's kind of my plan immediately i'm seeing that i'm going actually to italy at the end of april to see the Colosseum, and we're going to see rome which i'm super excited about um, and then I suppose all the problem with all of the others is the flights are proper expensive at the moment. So I'm just kind of waiting for, for some of them to drop down. But I want to go to Mexico and see Chichen Itza, see Machu Picchu in Peru, see yeah. the Great Wall of China and just kind of see absolutely everything, like all of the wonders of the world. And then even though it's a massive stretch goal because it costs like £10,000 to go there, I really want to see Antarctica as well. Um, oh I just I've seen some of the landscapes there and to say you've seen the seven wonders of the world and the seven continents is a is a, a pretty amazing goal I think yeah that's absolutely amazing I oh my god I'm really excited for you to be honest <laughs> like, yeah that's absolutely amazing like to see like you said to see the seven wonders and the seven continents that will be yeah. that would be really really beautiful I didn't know that it was 10k to go to Antarctica had no idea well, I've seen I've seen some things that are like eight I think like group tours and stuff but because it's like so remote there's not many flights out there so you have to more or less go as a tour yeah um, I think you have to fly to either South Africa or Argentina to actually get there in the first place so oh, yeah amazing <laughs> it's be a, it would be an amazing journey just imagine that 
it would be awesome and like to see like polar bears and penguins and things like that yeah. and sea lions in the natural habitat would be amazing yes. as well oh that's amazing it gives me shivers already <laughs> yeah literally because it's so cold <laughs> <laughs> what are five tips you could share with our community for someone who would like to follow in your footsteps Alice? um i am a massive fan of lists and i don't know whether this is from my sales this background elevates. or my catering background sorry lifts elevators no lists as in like writing a to-do list on list oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Not lifts. laughs> yeah. um, so I'd, I'd say if you have if you have goals write them down if you want to travel to certain places write them down otherwise you'll see it like a cheap deal to Spain and take that instead but if you know that you want to go to China you want to see the Great Wall of China maybe not at the moment but <laughs> if you want to go to I don't know France or somewhere like that then just make sure you've got it and like written down and say to yourself I'm gonna go here and if you want to add a stretch goal like put a year as well so I'll say to myself in the next five years I want to visit these places and I'll write them all down and as soon as I've gone to that place, I'll, I'll take it off and be like, right, that's off my bucket list. That's, that's done. I'm happy. I'm, I've completed something. Like, that's my goal. And I also love those scratch maps as well. I've actually got one of them in my living room. So whenever you've been to a country, you get to, like, get a little coin and scratch it off the map. And I absolutely love that, too. I'm going to, yeah. Just sort of <laughs> colour that in. <laughs> like, soon I'll get, like, a rainbow of the world on my wall and I'll be able to say, I've been everywhere. And right. that would be brilliant. Um. I would say in terms of finding the best deals, use comparison sites. Um, also sign up to like sign up to mailing lists of hotel providers because they will send you discounts. Like all the time I get like insider prices from Agoda or um, places like hotels.com. They always send you like insider members only prices um, that are really useful. Um, they end up actually slashing quite a lot of the cost of things. Um, for flights, I cannot recommend Jack's Flight Club enough. I absolutely love them. Um, yes. It is a paid subscription, but for the sake of like 30 quid a year, they send you so many deals. And like last week, the actual reason I booked these flights to Italy, it was a bit of a spontaneous thing, was because Jack's Flight Club popped up on my phone and said, returns to Italy 20 quid. So I just had to. I had no choice. I was like, right, I'm doing it. And I booked it. They send you deals literally like every day um, with like amazing flights. Today I had one for like flights to Osaka from London for like £400. And that is not a deal that you're going to find if you just sort of search that like on the off chance. Like normally they're like 500 or 600 quid. Um, so yeah, get Jack's Flight Club. It is amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, they're just, they're, they're really great. I love them. Look into public transport before you book a trip <laughs> would be another <laughs> one of my recommendations. Um, if I had known that the public transport in the south and like the Algarve region of Portugal would be so kind of like tricky to navigate, we would definitely have hired a car. Um, yes. That way we wouldn't have ended up stranded at a random bus stop for hours. And once again, if I'd have known that the taxis weren't in AFAO when we went there from Bangkok, then like I'd have known to like hire one for the day or um, uh, book like a guided tour or something like that instead of uh, ending up standing around trying to wave at taxis that were occupied. So just kind of make sure you know what what to expect when it comes to getting around your destination. And if like the locations are a bit far apart, like look into hiring a car. 
Um, but if you are looking to hire a car as well, also make sure whether or not you need to get an international driving permit. Um, because we were going to hire a scooter when we went to Bangkok, but then we, we didn't have the permit. So um, we sort of thought, well, if we don't have it, then we're likely to get fined if, if, if somebody pulls us over. So yeah. we weren't able to hire one. Uh, um so yeah make sure you look into that as well um tip number five would be airbnb experiences is something that i recently discovered and i love it um normally you use like get your guide for like tours and experience days but if you want like a luxury trip without having to go through all the luxury like expense try airbnb experiences they have some great stuff and like super cheap as well like if you don't want to pay for like a VIP hotel in, I don't know, Las Vegas or New York or something, like Airbnb experiences actually sometimes has VIP hotel tours. So you can actually see the hotel for like 40 quid and like see all of the like fancy stuff, like have a drink from the bar, like all of that snazzy stuff without paying $700 a night or whatever it is. And it's actually such a great experience. Um, Likewise, check out hotels, um, like day passes because there are some places where you can get into like fancy help like really fancy hotels maybe like $50 a day or something like that and they'll let you use their private beach their private pool like a lot of their facilities and once again you don't have to pay the crazy price of actually staying there wow that is awesome that's absolutely amazing thank you so much for those tips I think like I would definitely love you know to try it out those experiences where you can check out those hotels for cheaper prices i i mean i'm also you know i can't afford much but i definitely love to like see you know like the luxury kind of that travel lifestyle and see like you know what you could stay in and what's possible and stuff so i think that'd be really cool to do yeah definitely it sort of like opens you up to like experiences that you can't necessarily like afford but you can afford if that makes sense yeah like (laughs) Yeah, and I completely, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people would probably be into that, hey? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, loads of these tips are in, are in my book, so um, if you did want any more kind of, like, travel hacky guides, um, definitely yeah. check that out as well. Um, you can get a free chapter on my website, which is adventuresofalice.com. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for that, Alice. What will we be seeing more from you in the future in terms of, like, projects, travel, um, and with your blog? Um, so as I said at the minute I'm, I'm sort of working on the wonders of the world um, so mm-hmm. we'll be seeing a lot of Italy content from me over the next few months mm-hmm. um, with my rain trip we're also going to Florence and Naples as well oh, um, so there'll be a bit of a um, bit of an Italian tour as it were which is quite exciting <laughs> um, yeah just loads more like destination guides as well um, hopefully I'm looking to to write another book as well um on kind of like mindful travel um and sustainability because i know that's a, a massive talking point at the moment and there's yeah. a lot of people talking about how flights are damaging the environment um so just yeah. want to kind of dig into that do a bit of research and um just sort of spread some enlightenment on how travelers can actually um help protect the planet whilst seeing it rather than feeling like sort of they're damaging it by getting on a plane um, so i definitely want to tackle that hundred percent yeah I've definitely been thinking and looking into that um yeah yeah because you you know we you know when you're a traveler and when you love to travel you know like that's you know it's 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 amazing like I can speak for myself I love travel I don't know where I would be without travel I you know I, I can't 
really stay in one place. I always like to see new things. So I think if I had to, you know, if that was to be taken away, you know, that would be quite, yeah, like, I mean, it would be horrible. But obviously, you know, we've got to protect the planet as well. So what can we do with that? It would be amazing if we could have kind of like, um, you know, improvisations with, you know, travel airplanes and all that kind of stuff that could help or, you know, that could be able for us to still travel um, but also help keep the planet still in stitch, so to say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I only book flights now when I see, like, the, the CO2 emissions, like, a good, like, little green bar on Skyscanner that says, like, CO2 friendly um, or something like that. So I, I make sure I book only book those flights now and if they don't have it then I avoid it um just as a little thing but I'm sure there's a lot more that we can be doing as travelers to um to look after the planet especially if we want to continue and like pass on like all the beautiful sites that there are now if we want those still to be around for generations to come then somebody's got to step in and and make changes yeah a hundred percent I think I I think that's definitely something what, you know, a lot of travellers are now looking into is mindful travel. So if yeah. you put out an ebook, I would definitely be following your journey and taking up that ebook from you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Alice, we're going to get into some quick five cues. Um, it's basically just some fire questions to get us going. Um, and then we'll give a shout out to you and give you your links to see if we can basically um, get some people to jump on board with your adventure and your travels. So question one, who is one woman who you most admire? I think for this, I'd have to say the blonde abroad. Um, I absolutely love her blog and the fact that she, I think she's a bit like me in the fact that she was in a job and like hated it and quit it. Um, and now she just travels around the world and I think she, she's a massive a massive inspiration to me. Amazing. That's beautiful. I need to check her out. And what is one of your favourite self-help books? I'm honest, I'm not entirely sure. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't tend to read self-help books as such. I tend to read sort of online guides for things. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say that I could, I could recommend a, a self-help book as such but if I was to recommend a, a guide for cheap travel mm-hmm. um Nomadic Matt has a guide on travel hacking which uh, is excellent yeah I, I think that. Nomadic Matt is amazing I also follow him he's got yeah, he's great, great. <laughs> and like his travel hacking guide sorry his travel no, hacking no, guide no. talks about like how to get free flights through like credit cards and um getting like Avios points and things like that and you can, he actually yeah. gets like six grand flights for like a fiver so That's if you want to get crazy. flights for free definitely check that out have you tried it um so some of the tips like involve actually taking out a credit card at the minute my credit card score isn't great so no <laughs> <laughs> but, but as soon as I like sort things out then yeah definitely I'll be looking at that <laughs> awesome. and... mortgage packs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> true true gotta make sure you've got a good good credit for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and what is your favorite travel destination does it have to be one I've been to or can it be one that I would like to go to anything you like Alice okay so my favorite travel destination that I've been to is definitely Thailand I just think it's an amazing place and 
just the people are great the actual atmosphere is great you can go from city to like beautiful beach in like an hour and it just I love it there it's incredible Mm -hmm. and would you like to share the one that you would love to go to or sure um there are two (laughs) um Sri Lanka has been on my list for a while. Sri Lanka is a huge travel destination for travellers, yeah. I know. It's been on my bucket list for a while. I need to actually go there. (laughs) Um, So that's actually on the list for later this year if I can find flights that are good, fingers crossed. Um, And Mexico as well. This is a really annoying one. I've actually had to cancel my trip there for two two years in a row. But next year, I'm going to go to Mexico, like 100%. Definitely going to go there. Oh my god, that would be amazing! I've also wanted to go to Mexico. It's so beautiful. Yeah, and it's another wonder of the world. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You'll be closer to your goals. <laughs> and who are two women you'd love to collaborate with? So I'm going to say the blonde board again, even though uh, it's a massive goal and. Whether I can actually get there is going to be definitely a test of my own, probably determination. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely going to try, like, hopefully one day. Um, and I'd say also, so it's, she's nowhere near as big of a blogger. Um, she's actually, like, I've spoken to her a few times on Twitter, but the Navigatio has actually been a great help to me. Um, and I follow her blog and she actually collaborated with me in a recent post that I did um, on tips on how to save for travel Um, but I would definitely love to maybe work with her a little more and maybe collaborate on a a product or um, on a post together I think that'd be really great that'd be awesome that's great and what is one 2020 goal that you have set for yourself this year 2020 goal so I'd like to get my blog to a, a 25,000 sessions a month stage by the end of this year. Hopefully I can manage that uh, if I keep writing content. Um, <laughs> and I'd also like to visit Two Wonders of the World this year. Um, so I'm thinking Petra and Jordan. Um, I'd really love to, to visit that. So I'm looking at that for later on um, and the Coliseum. So hopefully I can get both of those off my list. That's amazing. And you said that you launched your blog just recently in August this year, was it? Uh, August last year, yes. August last year. How many impressions are you at at the moment with your blog, with views? Um, so sessions are up to eight, nine, eight thousand, eight and a half thousand, I think. Yeah. And page views is 15,000. Oh my gosh, that is absolutely amazing, Alice. Not too bad. I just need to keep going. <laughs> do you do a lot of Pinterest work for that? Um, yeah, so I actually have um, a couple of friends on Twitter who are like Pinterest, like basically Pinterest goddesses. They're brilliant at Pinterest. Mm. Um, and they give me like loads and loads of tips. So yeah, I, I am using Pinterest and it's it's my main source of traffic besides Google and Facebook. That's um, amazing. So yeah, it's been really useful. Amazing. Do you Are you like planning to put out like a blogger's guide or a blogger's challenge or anything anytime soon? Because I think there's amazing views and there's amazing impressions. I'm pretty sure you'd have a lot of people really interested in knowing how you would build that. Um, so I've actually published a, um, a guest post actually for SuccessfulBlogging.com. Yeah. And I wrote the 
13 things that travel bloggers like don't realize or 13 mistakes that travel bloggers make sorry um, and that had uh, a lot of interest as well because the points that I made didn't just appear to travel bloggers it was more or less to all bloggers um, and I actually have a post that's drafted at the moment called 23 things that um, 23 things that beginner bloggers don't realize um, I'm looking to publish that later on this year I just need to sort of connect with sort of more bloggers as opposed to just travelers and then I think that post could could really resonate with a lot of my audience absolutely amazing Alice I love that I think you've done like so great considering your blog has only just been released last year or launched last year and to have all those impressions and to have all the success with your ebook as well you've done a great job girl thank you yeah <laughs> it's, been, it's been hard it's been a lot of determination um and a lot of hard work as well like blogging is not easy you can't just yeah. like, publish a couple of posts and suddenly like everyone sees it like, yeah. it's definitely a lot more work than I realized when I started I mean my friends were all like go for it go for it no, they, I don't think they realized quite how much hard work it was as well <laughs> um but it's good you know it's it's great fun and I love it and one thing I will say is I didn't realize how great the blogging community was mm. um like a lot of new bloggers especially kind of view other people as like the enemy or the competition as such like it's not it's not like that like other bloggers are your friends like you lift people up and they lift you up and that's literally how both of you grow um, yeah. and I think that's something that's so important to remember in like blogging community and the travel community as well like if you share tips and like are helpful to other people then they'll they'll share tips with you yeah um, yeah just we got to be nice to each other <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like 100%, 100%. We've got to support and uplift and that's exactly what the GGC is about as well. We've got, you know, our community is also travel and um, in the niche of travel and blogging and, you know, we work together by supporting and empowering and uplifting and you see some of the girls that have come into the GGC and, you know, from the start we have, we all had no idea what we were doing and as soon as we got together and started supporting each other, we just grew completely, absolutely just grew. And it shows, you know, support growing with your, you know, um, fellow colleagues per se or fellow bloggers, fellow travellers is actually the most, you know, successful way for you to grow. Yeah, I think it's the most fun as well. Like blogging is, is no fun on your own. I mean, yeah. writing is writing is enjoyable, but when you speak to other people who've read your like stuff and like talk about ideas together, um, yeah, it's so much more fun than sort of sitting on your own and typing out a blog post. Oh, hundred percent, Alice, absolutely, hundred percent. And when you have struggles and when you have hard times, it's better to have a crowd or have like a group to go through that with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. <laughs> um, and I love the fact as well, like on Twitter especially, I think there's such a great community of like travelers and bloggers there. If you have yeah. a problem, you can just say, "How do I do this?" or "This has happened. What shall I do?" And loads of people will just help you. And I think that's yeah. that's one of the things that I'm just so glad about the blogging community. Like that everyone is so supportive of one another. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing, Alice. I love that. Where can people find you? Um, so my website is adventuresofalice.com. Um, I am on Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook at adventuresofalice.com. But Twitter is in Wonderland because Adventures of Alice was taken. Um, <laughs> um, 
and yeah, that's that's basically where you guys can find me. I have a Facebook group as well, um, which I've just decided to start. So it's a, a baby group at the moment, but hoping to grow that. Um, called the Adventure, the yeah, so, sorry, called the Adventure Travel Tribe, um, yes. where I'm basically going to invite a bunch of whole other travel bloggers and travellers, and they can all share their tips on on travel, on like destinations that people are going to. Um, any like flight deals that come up I'll put those in there as well so if I see something that's particularly great I'm gonna be like flights to Italy for 20 quid guys get them um, and just generally sharing any like travel tips and helping there as well that's absolutely amazing I also love that and thank you so much for featuring as a guest on our podcast it's absolutely amazing to have you here and you know for you to share all your knowledge your advice and everything with us no worries thank you so much for having me it's been um it's been really great Thank you. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. We had our lovely guest speaker here today, Alice Smith. Please head over and go check her out. She's absolutely inspiring. And make sure you give the Global Girl community a follow on our social medias. And thank you so much again, Alice. And we'll talk to you another time, doll. Thank you. Bye.